name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Will it be okay? Will it be okay? That is, in essence, the question um, I was being asked. It's a question um, which we often ask in our lives as well. It's a question which is addressed uh, in some way in the gospel this morning. It was the summer between my first and second year of seminary, and they had to work as a hospital chaplain uh, that, that first summer, clinical pastoral education uh, is what they call it. And I was the chaplain on call that particular evening. And I received a call uh, from a woman who was in the oncology ward. And I uh, went there that evening to her darkened room that was full of her family um, gathered around her. And in essence, uh, her question was, um, will it be okay? Uh, and not to worry, I had a year of seminary. So I was perfectly prepared um, to answer all of their um, all their questions and to shed light, uh, to shine light into um, the darkness. But um, she had questions. Will the streets um, really be paved with gold? What will it be like um, when I get there? Will I be able to let my children know um, that, that, that I'm okay? Um, will they be okay? A lot of different questions for which I didn't necessarily have answers. Um, but again, the basic question was, um, will it be okay? And what I'd like to share with you this morning is myself and that particular um, time and occasion, but for you and for me as well, when we uh, run into those times uh, of trial and challenge uh, in our lives, when it is the people um, that we love in our lives that are going through those particular times, whether it be good times or, or bad times, in the midst of all the questions, what I'd like to share with you is, indeed, we do have something to offer. And indeed, um, there is an answer given to us this morning in the gospel. And as I was there on that particular evening in that room, I, of course, um, said, you know, a lot of these questions I can't answer, but let me tell you what I do now. Uh, and was able to share um, the character of God as he's been made known to us and revealed to us in Jesus. Uh, the good uh, and faithful character of God, which Paul speaks of this morning as he writes to the Corinthians, the reality that God is faithful. Um, the reality, the assurance that Jesus in his cross and his resurrection has defeated the powers of sin and death. That which would separate us uh, from God. And what I hope that you'll hear as we reflect this morning um, on these lessons is that things will be okay. Uh, and in fact, um, better than okay. It's always uh, interesting, uh, and it's not an Episcopal holiday without a little eschatology. Um, it's always interesting in the midst of, of Thanksgiving, uh, which happens, and then of course Black Friday, which undoes everything uh, that happened on Thanksgiving, and sort of the commercial Christmas season in the midst of all of this, uh, and um, our lessons uh, in our tradition during the season of Advent, we, we hear um, the eschatological call, um, which is a confusing way to say um, the belief that Jesus immediately said the Son of Man will return again uh, in power uh, and great glory. Uh, the Son of Man will return, uh, and once and for all, God will finally uh, resolve and set everything to right. That, that history and that our lives um, are not random. Um, that God is, in fact, uh, moving 
with a purpose, and He will ultimately um, bring all things um, to fruition. In the end, there's a wonderful quote I'm going to share with you. James Edwards has written this fantastic commentary on Mark's Gospel, and he says this about eschatology, and I want to share it with you at this time. He writes this, If we dispense with eschatology, then the purpose and destiny of history fall into the hands of humanity alone. No one, I think, Christian or not, takes solace in that prospect. Unless human history and all its greatness and potential, as well as its propensity to evil and destructiveness, can be redeemed, human life is a futile and sordid endeavor. The longing that things ought not to be as they are and cannot be allowed to remain as they are is an essentially eschatological longing. What we hear um, this morning is, in fact, wonderfully, thankfully, uh, that uh, the final answers are not given to you and to me. Uh, And the final destination is not given um, to you and to me. That God is alive and at work, uh, and we hear the word of promise. That, in fact, the Son of Man has come into the world, uh, and the time will come when he returns in power uh, and great glory. And there's nothing um, pessimistic about it. We hear the purposefulness of God um, in all of this. And this word needed to be given to the disciples at this time. In this 13th chapter of Mark's Gospel, the words uh, are spoken speaking toward the destruction of the temple, the time in which um, that which they had known would no longer stand, the system uh, of worship which they knew uh, would no longer be there. And in essence, the disciples are asking the question, is it going to be okay? Um, Will we be okay uh, in the midst of all of this? Uh, And what Jesus says um, to them, and to you and to me as well, is um, there'll be challenges, Um, there'll be trials, there'll be hardships, there'll um, be losses. Uh, It's not the promise that we go through life uh, unscathed in any way, but it's the promise um, that all of that pales in comparison um, to the way that ultimately God will redeem all of this. We have, in the cross and in the resurrection, both a preview and a promise of that certainty. Um, The fact that all of the clouds of darkness which gathered against Jesus uh, in the cross uh, could not hold him down. On the fact that through the cross and the resurrection, we have a preview of the way in which God will ultimately defeat um, the powers of sin and death. A promise in the way that God will ultimately um, gather his people unto himself as Jesus appears risen, as he begins to gather his followers around him. That promise goes out. Time will come. Um, when he returns um, to gather us unto himself. And in the meantime, you and I are given the opportunity to live with a freedom uh, and a faith in the knowledge of this. And we're not called um, to have all the answers. What we're called to do is to be people who watch. People who watch um, for him in the way that he is alive and work in this world. People um, who wait. People who have the certainty that he is both with us uh, and also he will come to gather us. Years ago, a buddy of mine uh, moved from Charleston back to his home in Virginia, and as he was making uh, that transition, wasn't able to sell his house, and he began to um, panic and swirl, you know, what, what's going to happen? I can't pay for my house here and, and pay for a place uh, in Virginia, and, and what's going to happen? And thankfully, turns out at the last minute, some people he knew from church were looking um, for a place, and he rented um, his house to them, and he and his family went and moved um, back to Virginia, and it wasn't long after that, maybe a couple months after that, 
that he received a call uh, from the people that he knew, the people renting his home, to say that the home had termites. Uh, and, um, you know, there are bigger issues out there. Um, but uh, he began to, he began to, and maybe you're like this as well, he went straight to doomsday. Uh, it's all, it's all coming down. Uh, I'm doomed. There's no way out of this. Uh, I, I'm such a loser. Uh, I can't believe I let us get into this situation. I have no contingency plan. Basically, we're going down, uh, was, was the way that he began to feel. And he's recounting this whole story to me. He said, Craig, he said, first of all, I don't have the money to fix it. Uh, and, and even uh, if I could get a loan, which I can't, there's no way I could, I could repay the loan. Uh, I was just, I was sure we were going down. And he said, he said, then, he said, you know, he went into that whole swirl. He said, then I began to pray about it. And not in any cliche way. But he said, yeah, I began to pray about it. And I had this uh, wonderful sense of, of peace uh, after um, praying about it. And he said this, and I, I remember this so very well. He said, I, as I began to pray, as I experienced um, this feeling of peace, it was as if God were saying to me, I've always been with you. I'm never, I'm going to forsake you. I'll give you the next step. Uh, I've always been with you. Uh, I'm never going to forsake you. I'll give you the next step. And what I found so very uh, profound about that was this. He wanted what I would want. He wanted what I would imagine you would want as well. He wanted to know how it was all going to turn out. Uh, he wanted the final chapter. Uh, that's great, God, that you're faithful. Um, that's great that you're going to be with me. But how is this all going to resolve itself um, in the end? But instead he said, you know what, I'll, I'll give you the next step. Uh, and you know what the next step was? To call the bank. Um, so, yeah, it was profound, right? Uh, but not surprisingly, when he called them, this was the first time something like this had happened. This wouldn't be uh, the last time. And they began to work uh, on all of this um, together. I, I share all of that with you for this reason. What we hear uh, with the promise um, that Jesus will return again to gather um, his elect is the words um, to you and to me uh, that God is faithful, that God is with us, um, that God is faithful, and ultimately, everything will be better um, than okay. There will be many trials and hardships uh, and challenges as we go along. But we are actually given um, the final chapter. Uh, we don't have um, every answer. We don't know the exact time. There's been a lot of theological mischief um, surrounding that. Um, Jesus says, quite simply, in what we just read, um, you won't know. Um, you don't know, um, even I don't know, the Father uh, alone knows. But what we hear this morning is this, our God is faithful. He is faithful with us, and he will, in fact, uh, come to gather us. And we can, in the meantime, live our lives with, as people who are assured of this, with freedom, with faith, as people who watch, um, to see the ways in which he is faithful, the ways that he's with us, and the ways that he will gather us. And as we hear that, we give thanks for that. In the name of our God, who is the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.